Welcome to Victory Church, Winchester, Virginia's podcast, where we seek to help people find and follow Jesus. Please take a minute to subscribe. Here is this week's message from our Sunday morning worship experience. Happy New Year. It's hard to believe we're already a week into 2024. And it is truly an honor and a joy to be here this morning to kick off are my sacred season. This is a call to 21 days of prayer and fasting as we start this new year. And we want to start it off strong by focusing on God and continuing that momentum throughout the year. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to 1 John chapter 1, and we will be in verses 5 through 10, and I'll be reading from the CSB version. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and there is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say... We have no sin. We are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Let's pray. God, may my words be your words. Open up our hearts and ears to hear what you would have us change and do. Amen. Well, if you missed last week's message, make plans to listen to it this week. Pastor Keith shared an incredible word on where we've been and where we are going. 2023 was the year of breakthrough. And we experienced breakthrough as a church. And I hope you experience breakthrough in your lives. Pastor Keith shared this last week, but in case you missed it, this year... 2024 is the year of undeniable freedom. I want to share what Pastor Keith shared with us. Freedom is defined as the power or right to think, speak, or act as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Freedom is a major theme of Jesus' ministry and the reason he came to earth, to live and die and rise again in his defeat of the enemy once and for all. When Jesus began his public ministry, he went to the synagogue and read the words of the prophet Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Paul affirms in Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Christ came to preach the good news of the gospel. And that's the first step, restoring our relationship with God as we receive and experience his grace and love in our salvation. Our first step in living in undeniable freedom is to restore our relationship with God. And this starts with confession. Confession to God and to others brings 
freedom. My message today is titled, Freedom in Confession. And if we were to be honest with ourselves, I think we can all agree that we're a little messed up and broken. If you're anything like me, you've made mistakes and you've done things that you are not proud of. It's a part of being human, our brokenness. But we are not called to live as broken people. We are called to live in freedom. And it's time that we start living in freedom. We do this first by confession. But why do we need to confess? The first reason I believe we need to make confession a part of our lives is because confession is good for the soul. In the passage we read earlier, it mentions that God is light and no darkness can be in him. If we say we are walking with God but are living in darkness, we are lying. But if we walk in the light as God himself is in the light, then we have fellowship with him. Confession brings us from the darkness and into the light. Psalm 1611 says, you reveal the path of life to me, and your presence is abundant joy. At your right hand are eternal pleasures. When we are on the right path with God, we will have joy. We will experience God's presence in a new way. Confession is good for the soul. It helps us to breathe, and it lightens our hearts. But confession is hard. We have to share our shame, and we don't want to do that. We have an image of ourselves built up, and to confess our mistakes tears down that image we have built. I want to share a story with you guys. Um, It's actually about me. I asked my mom about this earlier this week, and she has no memory of it. But my dad does remember, so it is true, I promise you. I was around fourth grade, and my family was living in West Tennessee. My teacher at the time would have us write down our homework assignments in a composition notebook that we would then take home for our parents to look over and sign, just a way of making sure we did our homework. Well, I was a good kid. You might call me a goodie, two shoes, a teacher's pet, a little stuck up. Um, I hated to be in trouble. I did my best to never get in trouble. Call it pride or that fear of shame, but I always wanted to do the best I could and be the best. Well, one day, I forgot to have my parents sign my notebook. I opened that composition notebook in class that morning, and I'm sure you can imagine my fear and horror over the fact that I had forgotten to have my parents sign my notebook. If you can't imagine it, just take my word for it. It was the worst moment of fourth grade. I was so scared that my teacher was going to check it, so I forged my mom's signature. The teacher didn't check our notebooks, praise Jesus. I breathed a sigh of relief and moved on, so grateful that my forged signature would not have to be displayed. But later, I gave my notebook to my parents to sign, And they called me into the room where they were sitting. My heart started beating so fast. I started breathing very rapidly. 
I started getting that tunnel vision. The blood was rushing to my ears. The guilt and fear of being caught was so strong, I felt it all. I walked in, and they asked me if I forged my mom's signature. I said yes, probably with tears already in my eyes. I don't remember what my punishment was, but I do remember in that moment of saying yes, I felt this huge weight just lifted off. I realized that what I thought I'd gotten away with had actually been a weight holding me down. I probably cried a little because that's just who I am. But I felt so much better. And you better believe I never did that again. Confession is good for the soul because it lifts a heavy weight off of us. It allows our souls to breathe and be at peace. But not only is confession good for the soul, confession is needed for the soul. In the passage in 1 John we read earlier, we see that when we are walking in the light, we have fellowship with God. We have freedom in Christ. Claiming to be perfect and have no sin makes us liars. But when we confess, God is faithful and will forgive us and cleanse us. We need to confess so our souls can be cleansed. Proverbs 28:13 says, The one who conceals his sins will not prosper. But whoever confesses and renounces them will find mercy. Confession brings us freedom and is needed for our souls. We not only confess because it makes us feel better, but we also confess because we need to. Confession gets rid of that guilt and shame. And we need to live in that freedom. Like my story earlier on, there are times when we need to confess not just to God, but to others. The problem is we're afraid that others and maybe even God will reject us once they found out what we've done. I had no way of knowing how my parents would react when I confessed what I'd done. But I needed to confess in order to keep our relationship good. My parents, like God, knew exactly what I'd done. I wasn't that good at forging signatures. They knew, but by asking me about it, it gave me the chance to make it right. I needed to confess so our relationship would still be good. Without confession, we can often live in isolation. We avoid the people we need to confess to because it's awkward and we are ashamed. Sometimes we're afraid that confessing will damage that relationship. It may hurt them, but the longer we wait to confess, the more hurt and damage we do. We see this with God. We get calluses on our soul the longer we wait to confess to God, and we start rationalizing our sin. It's okay for me to do, insert whatever, because God will forgive me. Or we say it is okay to keep sinning because what I'm doing is not actually wrong. When we confess to others, we don't know how they will respond, and they may reject us. But God is faithful to forgive us every single time we confess. It's who he is. Confession brings freedom. Confession brings reconciliation to our relationships. So, not only is confession good for the soul and needed for the soul, 
Confession is required for the soul. In order to be right with God, we need to confess. Here's something incredible. Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The first step of our salvation is confession. Confession is required for our salvation. We read earlier, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us. This goes to show you how important confession is for us. Confession is not just for God and for others, but it's for us. When we confess, we are acknowledging that we did something harmful or hurtful, but we are forgiven. It is in the past. God will not hold it against us once we confess. For some of us, we won't confess until we get caught. Or we confess and have these beautiful, vulnerable moments on social media with a pretty little picture. But the first time someone were to ask us about that in person, we become defensive and shut them out. Let me ask you this. Are you right with God? When we don't confess our sin and mistakes to God, it leaves us broken. When our relationship with God is broken, it can cause us to be uncomfortable and struggle to live in freedom. Maybe that's why we drag our feet. Maybe that's why we're late to church. Because we can't fathom worshiping God when we are not right with him. Maybe that's why we sneak out a few times during service. Maybe that's why we rush out of here as soon as service is done. Because we're not ready to confess. We have an image of ourselves built up, and the very thought that God sees through that image makes us uncomfortable. God knows. But we do not need to live in that shame and guilt when forgiveness is right within reach. Not because of us, but because of what Jesus Christ did for us. At this time, I'd like to invite the band back on stage. I went through a season my first year of college that was a hard season. I had just gotten back from several months overseas, and I was dealing with discontentment and disappointment with God. The first semester of college, I went to church almost every Sunday because it was what a good Christian did. It was something for me to check off the list. I picked a church specifically because it was an hour-long service, sometimes only 50 minutes. It was right at 9 a.m., so I had the rest of the day to do whatever. I got there right as service started, and I left as soon as the pastor dismissed us. I was not right with God, and I knew it. But I didn't know what to change. I was stuck. I was overwhelmed. I was feeling hopeless and frustrated and so discouraged. It wasn't until I had a confession moment with God. I don't remember the exact words I said, but I remember just talking to God and telling him I was tired and hurt and I was sorry because things weren't right. 
that moment of confession, it helped me grow. It helped me to change and actually start enjoying time with God again. My soul was heavy in that season, and I just needed to confess and make it right with God for things to be good again. Psalm 32, 1 through 5 is David speaking to the Lord. And in this psalm, he talks about how there is joy in the one who has been forgiven. But he adds, when I kept silent, I felt guilt and a heaviness. Verse 5 says, Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Forgiveness was right there. Joy is found in confession. It's weird to think. It's uncomfortable in the moment and the moments that lead up to it. You might deal with the sweaty palms, the heart beating rapidly, the fear. But God's forgiveness is right there waiting for us to confess. At this time, I would like to invite you to the altar. And what do I mean by that? I mean, make an altar where you are whether you are sitting on the couch or driving a car. An altar is simply the place where you are going to make a sacrifice and a decision. The band is going to lead us in a time of worship again. It's time for us to confess to God because I believe our confession is going to become a part of our testimony of how God brought freedom in 2024. I'm going to say that again. Our confession is going to become a part of our testimony of how God brought freedom in 2024. This is a part of our journey to experience that undeniable freedom found in God. Take time to confess to God. What has been stopping you from going even farther in your relationship and in life? Maybe for some of you, it's time to live Romans 10, 9 and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and accept him as Savior for the very first time. Maybe it's time to talk to someone about what is going on in your life and have them partner with you in prayer. Share your request online. Maybe it's time to model confession and surrender to your friend's and family. And for my friends who believe that they are practically perfect in every way, and this doesn't apply to them, it's time to realize that you do need to confess something. Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short. 1 John 1.10 says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Hmm. It's time to confess. And for those who are joining us for our 21 days of prayer and fasting, it's time to make that commitment to fast and pray. Come to the altar. Confess. Start that journey to undeniable freedom. Don't leave this moment. Don't turn it off. 
Make the time right now to get right with God. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Our vision is that you would experience Victory Church as a place to call home. We do this by encountering God through worship, embracing community through relationship, and expanding the kingdom of God through service. Find out more about Victory at victorywinchester.com.